Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Being content and grateful are really the only two main components to happiness in life. This is something that Tyler, the creator, attempts to explore on his latest record, Call Me If You Get Lost. Tyler, the creator, is a multi-talented producer, rapper, fashion designer, and there's probably something else he's doing that I'm forgetting because he just does a lot of things and does it very successfully and at the highest of levels. And he hails from California and was the mastermind behind the Odd Future movement that really made a name for themselves in the early 2010s. And since then, this once immature, goofy, weird, oddball of a character who was introduced to many of us eating a damn cockroach in a music video for Yonkers, since then, his musicality, his maturity has infinitely grown since. For me, this real shift from Tyler being someone you really didn't necessarily need to take seriously to someone I certainly think you should now, really began in 2013. And not in 2017 when Flower Boy dropped, which is where people often say Tyler just kind of went up from there and really leveled up. 2013's Wolf is where you started to see Tyler mature before our eyes with glimpses into genuine introspection that wasn't tongue-in-cheek all the damn time and wasn't crass and not well thought out. You actually got to see some articulate thoughts from him that were definitely emotional and, and striking, actually. But then on 2014's Cherry Bomb, this is where I think you began to see the beginning of his musical evolution. Because yes, he was getting better musically on Wolf as well, but Cherry Bomb is where he truly stopped with those cheap Neptunes, synths, horrorcore elements that he incorporated a lot in his earlier work that I genuinely didn't like. And Tyler really, instead on Cherry Bomb, started to indulge in the pretty R&B and soul influences he's always loved, which is something we actually learn in this album, uh, Call Me If You Get Lost. But it was in Cherry Bomb where he really started to branch out. And although that album was kind of a mess, the, the breadcrumbs for success in the future were there. Fast forward to 2017's Flower Boy, which was the first really great album I think Tyler has ever made that was emotionally affecting, featured his, by far, his best rapping, and also showed a lot of those neo-soul R&B elements that he played around with on Cherry Bomb, 
fully fleshed out into fantastic songs. And then Igor in 2019 that I personally think is his best album that still had some rapping but really indulged even more into neo soul R&B lo-fi music and was super experimental but all came together beautifully and had a really nice message and overall thoughtful nature to it and now with call me if you get lost the follow-up to Igor I was curious to see if Tyler was going to stay so hard in the conceptual route or make something a bit more loose. And I think we kind of got a bit of both. Call Me If You Get Lost is hosted by DJ Drama, the legend mixtape guru who often was shouting over our favorite mixtapes that dropped by Lil Wayne and other 2000s heavyweights that you'd find on Datpiff. This is an album that is consistent in how inconsistent it is in a way in that it shifts from different topics and tones very quickly and abruptly, but sonically still feels very cohesive due to Tyler's expert production touch with this lush palette of keys and different samples that he overlays over gritty drum-heavy instrumentals that sound amazing. The theme, though... I think is still made clear on this album and that is based on this Tyler Baudelaire character that we are introduced to on the first track. This character references French poet Charles Baudelaire and shout out to Professor Sky's record review YouTube channel, a cool channel where a French professor discusses music who pointed to one particular poem of his, Invitation to the Voyage, which was a poem addressed to a specific woman whom he wanted to bring along with him to Holland, which focused on the beauty of travel and pursuing one's joys in life, which conveniently meant this woman should join Baudelaire on this extravagant trip to Holland. This poem provides a great deal of context to what Tyler was going for on this album, Call Me If You Get Lost. On the surface, Call Me If You Get Lost sounds like Tyler flexing about how great his life is with specific moments here and there referencing his failed love he had with some girl. But in reality, this album mirrors the Invitation to the Voyage poem by Charles Baudelaire in many ways, but it takes it its logical step further and comes to a conclusion that I find is very realistic and very interesting. Tyler's primary subject matter here is flexing his excesses and his wealth. But deeper than that, there's a real pride to how he's been able to get there, displaying how he's navigated through the music industry, standing for what he truly believed in at every single turn amidst a lot of hate, controversy, and while undergoing a journey of self-discovery related to his sexuality and his identity. All in all, Tyler sounds content and free. This all serves as necessary context for this one missing piece that he has remaining in his life, which seemingly would upset this peaceful mind state that he is otherwise painting throughout his rhymes, and that is a girl. A girl he's trying to court to complete this decadent life that Tyler leads, which is precisely where the album's layers begin to unfold. Throughout the album, there's this running theme of Tyler flexing, but also expressing his gratitude for these blessings he's worked so hard for, 
with this underlying story of Tyler's love for a girl who currently has a boyfriend but hangs out with him, flirts with him, and even travels with him one-on-one, -on -one, it's definitely a sticky situation where morality and love clash in many different ways. Focusing on the flexing now, I think he does it in an interesting way because he doesn't talk about all these material objects just for the sake of it. As part of his flex is the fact that he has pride in what he's done to be able to travel, to be more cultured and worldly. And I find his overall rallying cry of just letting your freak flag fly came across well on this album. However, unlike on Flower Boy in particular, where commentary on his uniqueness, his sexuality, were delivered with sobering reflection, as if he was really still in that mind state, like this was still a, a real thought or idea in his mind, here it's delivered with a sort of free confidence that is removed from that situation now. And sometimes with downright brash energy that shows just how much more comfortable Tyler is in his own skin. That comfort is a key takeaway with this album, as the confidence he states he has always had since day one has matched his self-awareness in his music to where he can give us really genuine and tangible explanations about how he's evolved over the years. Take the track Massa, where he details how at 23, he really hit puberty late and began indulging in all of the outside of rap influences he liked beforehand as he grew up, which he cites as the key reason why Cherry Bomb was so out there and all over the place. All of this shows that he really grew into his own as a matured man, and we get to see it on full display on Call Me If You Get Lost. But this matured man was also at one point strongly pursuing a woman who was in a relationship, which he fully explores on that eight-minute track, Wilshire. And not only does this song have a great, dusty beat, or provide the perfect amount of detail to paint the picture, I absolutely love what this song stands for. It's, it's phenomenal. This is truly one of the most honest songs about relationships and the weird gray areas that you can find yourself in that I've ever heard in all of music. I saw some people say, and I even hear Tyler on this album say himself, that he's terrible for behaving like he did, acting as like the side piece, continuously courting this woman even though she has a relationship but honestly i think he was being just an honest and vulnerable human who yeah he crossed some lines but he did it out of real love and i think that intention really matters and most importantly though i think it's it's such a real depiction of how these situations may go down I love the way he talks through all of the different sides and perspectives of this situation before ending it with a real sense of understanding and, and proclaims he still has love for this woman even though they didn't get together and will be there for her no matter what. And I find that's super mature. And on a larger scale, it's just crazy that the guy who made Trash Wang, one of the dumbest songs I've ever heard, made one of the most mature songs I've ever heard as well. And painting it all in this beautifully vivid and compelling story that is great on a lyrical level, but also sounds fantastic musically too. It's just such a great track and is capped off by the beautiful celebratory Jay Versace produced closer, 
that further drives home this point that Tyler is still, even without this girl that he can call Bay, happy and content with where he is in life. And that's beautiful. The fact he expressed this real, genuine, failed love, yet is ultimately at peace with it all, is a rare expression of content in music that you usually don't get. Oftentimes you get the really extreme love and happiness or the extreme dejection and depression that often comes with these subjects. So it's a really unique aspect of this album that I really appreciate. I really like how Tyler uses this flexing not simply to brag but to set the context for this love affair with this woman which made the eventual conclusion of peace and happiness despite this heartbreak that much more impactful. But here's the thing, I do think that the spread between the flexing and the more serious quote-unquote subject matter was not well distributed. Although conceptually all of these bragging kind of like wealth tracks and subject matter make sense, I just don't think I'm going back to them because lyrically they don't really impress all that much. I think the flows are fantastic. There's some witty bars here and there, but I don't think it makes up for the amount of this kind of content that we received. And then there's also some moments that I didn't really like. Run It Up in particular was definitely the weakest song here that should have been removed altogether. So more focus on the romance aspect and the, the storyline would have been appreciated. But that's when we get to the more significant issue I had with this album. And that is that when the focus did shift away from the flexing, Wilshire being the obvious exception here, Tyler got into his ballad R&B soul bag that he's proven more than capable to do in recent albums. But on Call Me If You Get Lost, I feel like these ballad type songs were quite inferior to what he's capable of. What's Your Name had some nice guest vocals from Ty Dolla and some uncredited woman that I really liked, but I was also in the minority that didn't care for NBA Youngboy's contribution. But you know, at least that song was two minutes long and I did like a good portion of it. It wasn't bad, but at least it wasn't 10 minutes long, which leads me to Sweet I Thought You Wanted to Dance, the 10 minute long song here that was a huge problem for me and it's funny because I actually liked each and every part of this song but literally all of them dragged on for way too long this could have been a four minute track and it would have been great because each musical movement featured some nice vocal lines production flourishes but none at all justified their length the other key issue with the song is that it disrupts what's otherwise a very well-structured album in the sense that each song has the right level of brevity where they come in and out, giving you a complete song in thought. And that was kind of part of that mixtape aesthetic that it really came in and came out and give you so many different vibes and sounds that was really disorienting in a good way. But this song is just a full fifth of the album that goes against that and really hampers the momentum of this record. This track is another iteration 
in a long line of Tyler ballads, which is fine and dandy, but it doesn't match to the beauty of some of the Flower Boy and Igor moments in terms of that irresistible melody that they would often bring. I feel like this album would have been stronger had he really just stuck to the rapping, since the ballads clearly weren't hitting like they have in the past. Moving to the production though, as an album fully produced by Tyler himself, these beats were another key aspect that was working in this album's favor. This album feels like a refined version of the rambunctious moments of Tyler's pre-Flower Boy work mixed in with some Igor elements, mainly that long track, and then also that kind of mix of rap and some singing elements uh, that he featured on Flower Boy. But for the most part, it was that chaotic energy that we used to know and some of us used to love from Tyler. But with so much more polish this time and improved execution, showing just how far Tyler has grown as a musician over the years. You have many songs with raucous energy, but zeroed in through these heavy, super quintessential hip-hop drum breaks and beats that sound like the closest thing Tyler has ever made to 90s woo, and a sound that he's previously never gone over. Usually it was in that kind of weird Neptune's dark horrorcore sound. Lemonhead is an example of the sound, though, not doing much for me, as I did not care for this beat or the feature much at all. I thought it was kind of a throwaway track. Whereas Juggernaut, though, being an example of when this energy is matched brilliantly by great rapping and a sick beat and a top-tier feature from Pharrell, the layers of sound that Tyler incorporates on this album is outstanding. I love the layers to Corso and how the vocal samples and the main melody clash and go nuts at different times on this song. Lumberjack features the two cups of blood Gravedigger's beat that was genius since the moment it came out. I love the way Tyler fits over this and is one of the times where Tyler goes completely over someone else's beat, which again lends itself to that mixtape energy that is fueled by DJ Drama acting as the host for the project. Manifesto illustrates how often this album features beat switches that go over so well, and Rise's genius with co-production from Jamie XX with these synthetic hats in the chorus that just sound unbelievable. And finally, Hot Wind Blows is a very pretty and well-produced beat with a Wayne feature that shows that he can still do it and is definitely the best feature on this entire thing. So there's a lot to like about Call Me If You Get Lost. There's a well-executed theme with a meaningful message, great production that shows Tyler can make just about any beat that he wants, but it also has some aspects that I was not fond of, like some significant moments of filler or braggadocio that surely made sense conceptually, but don't feature enough top-tier bars to make me want to go back to it, and R&B ventures that weren't nearly as fruitful as they have been for Tyler in the past. Therefore, my final verdict for Tyler the Creator's Call Me When You Get Lost is an inviting and highly entertaining record that does have some drawbacks that keep me from being absolutely head over heels in love. So I give it a high 7 on 10. 
So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be, I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.